Welcome to It Starts at Birth, a podcast dedicated to empowering women to have the birth that they choose through insightful conversations. My name is Faith Flat, and I'm joined by my husband, Mark Flat. And today we'll be discussing tips and facts for exercise during pregnancy. On our last episode, we covered um, epidurals, and previous to that, we covered critical questions to ask your OBGYN or your midwife, depending on which way you choose to go. Today is a little bit different of a topic, but just as important, and we're really excited about talking about um, different critical factors to know and understand about exercising while you're pregnant. So let's get right into it. There are three areas that we're going to walk through today. And the first is the benefits of exercise. The second is the type of exercises that you have to choose from, which are known to be safe for pregnant women who qualify in the safe category. Good news, it's almost everyone. And then the third section we'll look at is reasons to quit or not to exercise during pregnancy. And again, here's a hint, it's really rare. So if you like working out, the good news is you should, for the most part, be able to continue doing what you're doing. But we'll talk through a study that was done by the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, and that will be the primary source of information for today's conversation. And as with all of our episodes, um, any source that is referenced in the episode can be found in the summary um, of the podcast. So if you have any questions or you'd like to do further research, make sure you click around and read some of these same researches that Faith references. Now, in contrast to some of the more recent episodes we've done where uh, we reference many different health um, health journals and professional articles and reports that have been done, The reason I wanted to stick mostly with this report that was done by the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists is because there is a lot of information on the internet where uh, a source is quoted here and there, and then a little article is created, and then at the end, it always closes with, but make sure you talk to your physician before you start anything. And I think that can leave us all feeling a little bit confused about the benefit of what we actually just read. So I wanted to walk us through this report that ACOG did and just use that as a single source for guidelines so that if you have an exercise routine in mind that you'd like to do when you become pregnant or when you are pregnant, you can kind of take some of the information you got here and hopefully feel confident in what you choose to do. Building out an exercise routine that you feel confident with um, and knowing that you are is something that you can maintain through your pregnancy is something that I've noticed Faith do, and um, it's something that she is unique to this pregnancy. It's not something that she did prior. And so because of that, she spent a lot of time researching and looking into different information about what exercises are safe and which ones aren't. So I'm really excited to hear what she shares. Exercise is definitely something that's been important to me uh, throughout most of my life. 
And I wanted to share um, just kind of a brief history of the way I did and didn't work out in my last two pregnancies, just so that you understand kind of where I'm coming from and why I think it's so important to just line yourself up with some data, make some decisions based on the information you're aware of and what you're used to and what you feel that you're capable of, and then to move confidently forward with that so long as no warning signs pop up in the process. Um, In my first pregnancy, I was in my early 20s, had a lot of energy, and was pretty used to working out. Nothing extreme, no six-pack or anything like that, but it was definitely a part of my daily routine and my mental habits um, or my routine to keep um, my mental health under control and just to keep me feeling happy and all those endorphins and everything. So when I became pregnant with my first daughter, That was something I knew I wasn't going to quit doing, and I did pretty well throughout my whole first pregnancy, and I didn't have any younger ones to take care of, and I was able to maintain about 30 minutes of cardio um, six days a week and some strength training uh, about three days a week, and that served me very well, Um, just some light walking and... um, some swimming and things like that since it was the summer towards the end for my cardio. And then um, that a uh, little bit of lift weighting, lift, um, weight lifting and some things like that that I was used to really helped me to bounce back after uh, my first baby, but of course it was my first baby. And I also had the extra motivation that my sister was going to get married like six weeks after my due date, so I knew I wanted to stay in shape throughout my whole pregnancy. Then when my second pregnancy came around, I was in really great shape. I had really worked out hard after my first daughter was born, and I was really surprised at how tired I was in the first trimester. And so I gave up working out in that first trimester and um, felt unsafe to jump back in at the end of the first trimester and jump back into where I had been physically um, in, in terms of physical fitness and my workout routine. And so I spent pretty much my whole second pregnancy not working out and I was miserably tired by the end. And it took me a lot longer to bounce back um, weight-wise and physique-wise after my second pregnancy, which of course is probably partly because it was my second pregnancy, but the energy levels were just really, really low because I wasn't working out. So having done it both ways, I would certainly recommend, and for myself, I'm taking this advice, um, making exercise a priority inside of your um pregnancy routine and your pregnancy journey because it's definitely a big part not just of preparing for birth because you're working on your breath when you're exercising you're keeping your abs strong things that are helpful when it's time to push the baby and things like that but also those last few weeks of pregnancy are really tiring and having had um, a workout routine in place in my first pregnancy and working out even the day that I gave birth to my daughter Um, it's definitely the way to go. So that's just kind of my history and my personal take on working out. Um, But some of the fears that pop up 
for me and at different points led me, I think, to do less than I could have or should have done in my workouts um, or at least would have been able to do if I had known um, that I was safe to do so have in the past kept me from being in as good a shape throughout my pregnancies as I feel like I am now in my mid-30s. I'm keeping up my advanced workout routine and I am really loving the way I feel right now here entering in my fifth month. I've never felt so good being pregnant. So that's one reason I'm passionate about today's conversation. One of the things Mark and I have talked about in terms of why this podcast is important to us is because entering into our third pregnancy, um, feeling like we knew what we wanted and what we were confident about and what we knew was important inside our pregnancy has in many ways um, been something that we had to rethink or we were confronted with the way culture presents information and made to feel kind of intimidated by stuff. And so that's why we keep going back and looking at data and looking at research so that we um, can really feel good about the decisions we're making and why we're making them. And most of the time what I do find is that the things that make me feel good, the things that I gravitate towards, the things I lean towards, data tends to show that it's actually good for you when you're pregnant or a safe move or a good move. And when it comes to exercise, that's certainly not a surprise probably for anyone listening that it is something really positive to do when you're working out. Um, according to ACOG, most pregnant patients can exercise and there are actually few maternal medical conditions in which aerobic exercise is absolutely um, off the table. And as long as there is the absence of medical complications, uh, physical activity in pregnancy is safe, it's desirable, and pregnant women should be encouraged to continue to or initiate safe physical activities. So that's what we're going to dive into right now. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about are the benefits of exercise according to ACOG. And I'll tell you what, um, you are aware in your daily life when you're not pregnant of what the benefits of exercise can be. And those still exist, you know, endorphins and all of that. But when it comes to birth, the benefits are really much more than I would have thought even until I was doing some of this research recently. So let me just share you share with you a quick list of some of the benefits of exercise according to ACOG. So ACOG reports that for women who exercise throughout their pregnancy, there are higher incidents of vaginal delivery which um, may not sound like the most fun thing in the world, but at least it has a much lower recovery time. For some women, that's the goal is to have a vaginal delivery, but that's a benefit. You have a greater likelihood of delivering vaginally. So in contrast, you have lower incidence of cesarean birth for women who work out regularly. You also, and this is not surprisingly, um, have less excessive weight gain, less of a chance of developing diabetes when you're pregnant, 
less hypertensive disorders, which for me, my blood pressure tends to get a little higher towards the end of pregnancy. So that's a big one for me. And then this is really some of the information that surprised me as well, um, is that you have a lower incidence of preterm birth and a lower incidence of lower birth weight. So it's actually really good for your baby for you to work out as well. And this is good planning for the future. Um, they have found that it can be a factor in preventing depressive disorders in the postpartum period. So if that's something that you're kind of worried about, exercise during pregnancy can help fight that off, they believe. Um, and additionally, 60% of all pregnant women experience low back pain. I'm definitely one of them who has in my past pregnancies, but strengthening your abdominal and your back muscles um, could definitely help you to minimize the risk of that back pain. So well worth the effort um, to do those workouts that you're capable of doing and, and that you enjoy doing to help keep your abs and back strong because that lower back pain is something that just kind of gnaws at you and gets worse and worse towards the end of pregnancy if it is something that affects you if you're one of those 60% women, 60 of women. So really great benefits and especially those ones that are great for the baby to me were really exciting to see. Well, that's awesome. I appreciate you um, laying that out. I think it's um, clear that depending on what your goals are, exercise can be an excellent way of helping you achieve those goals. Um, and staying active is something that can definitely be a benefit. Everybody pretty much realizes that when you're not pregnant, but there comes a lot of questions about how being pregnant changes things. So I really appreciate you going over this. Yeah, I think a lot of people know there are some benefits and maybe that list um, encourages our listeners even more with the extensive number of benefits that there are for working out when you're pregnant. But I think what tends to happen, because I know it happened to me, I know it's happened to friends of mine, um, once you get pregnant, you suddenly feel like you're in a spot where you're supposed to ask yourself and consider like what's safe, what's not safe, even if it's something that you're really used to doing. So this next segment is just focusing on types of exercise that you can choose from and hopefully helping you to feel really good about um, the vast majority of exercises and exercise styles that are available to you and safe for you to do. One of the places I wanted to start out was um, with athletes. So here, I think this is important, not because I'm talking about um, specifically, you know, someone who might be an Olympic athlete or somebody who's kind of like far out there and advanced in their athletic status. But I think this is really applicable to those women who have worked really hard to achieve any type of fitness level. Uh, for me, I really enjoy doing Tracy Anderson's uh, workout method. I had been doing it for about two and a half years when I got pregnant and didn't want to give up the fact that I'm in her advanced class and, and I didn't want to have to start back over at the end of my pregnancy. 
So there's no information out, out there about is that safe or is it not. Um, but this information, I think, would have been really helpful for me to see at the beginning of my first trimester as I was trying to navigate just um, how to make sure I was modifying enough to be in the right lane, but not over-modifying where I was limiting my potential to be as in shape as possible for the birth, which was really my goal this time around. And so what ACOG says about athletes, uh, their first, you know, kind of disclaimer is, is what you see often in articles, but this is from ACOG. So I think it's important to state that they do say that it's always best for women, especially athletes and those with specific health conditions, to consult their physicians or clinicians and undergo clinical evaluation before undertaking any exercise program. And that I wanted to highlight because I think it is a bit interesting because they only refer there to um, clinicians, which are doctors and physicians. And keep in mind that if you work with a midwife, um, they also are very qualified to give you guidance on your specific questions about what's right for you and what's not right for you. And so for me personally, I had a conversation with my midwife and told her what I'd been doing and she was able to give me some really good tips. I'm not going to pass those tips along to you because, you know, that was personal to my situation. Um, but just talking to your healthcare provider, whoever they are, of course, can be a great way to add peace of mind and make sure that your particular workout method is right for you. But ACOG does also say um, in their report on the safety of exercise for women who are pregnant and specifically for athletes that... Although an upper level of safe exercise intensity hasn't been established, so this is not something that they've proven is dangerous to work out at a high level. Um, and they do say that women who were regular exercisers before pregnancy and who have uncomplicated healthy pregnancies should be able to engage in high-intensity exercise programs such as jogging, aerobics, and that this should deliver no adverse side effects. And remember that um, most pregnancies aren't high risk. Anywhere from 6 to 8% of pregnancies are high risk. So chances are um, you're safe to continue doing what you've been doing with a couple of guidelines. One of the things that ACOG recommends is that if you are um, doing high-intensity or prolonged exercise, um, for more than 45 minutes to make sure that you eat adequate calories to make up for that extra exercise. That's something that's very essential um, in minimizing any risk that there may be for you and your baby. A couple of other guidelines, and these are in place whether you are working out um, newly for the first time uh, you know, just because now you're pregnant and you've got an extra reason to get in shape or to take care of your health and the health of your baby, or you fall into that category of someone who's been working out for a long time, I think ACOG offers some really practical guidelines that allow you to monitor yourself and to make sure that you're safe to continue doing what you're doing without fear. So when it comes to monitoring yourself, um, ACOG recommends 
the following. They say that perceived exertion may be a more effective means to monitor exercise intensity during pregnancy than heart rate parameters. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to have to, you know, figure out what heart rate my I should be in and get, you know, something to monitor my heart rate, it's not that complicated. It actually comes down to your perceived exertion. How are you feeling? And just kind of stay in touch with yourself while you're doing the workout. Also, I loved this. They said, use the talk test. That's another way to measure exertion. So basically, as long as a woman can carry on a conversation while exercising, she's likely not overexerting herself. So that's something that having read that recently, doing my workout today, when I felt like a little bit like, okay, maybe I'm pushing myself too hard, kind of was like, you know, I could totally talk right now. I can have a conversation. So I think I'm in the safe zone. I think I'm fine right now. Um, Of course, they do go on to say that women should be well hydrated. You want to avoid long periods of lying flat on your back. And then stop exercising if you have any of the following warning signs. And the great news is these warning signs are really obvious. So it's not like you have to wonder, okay, maybe that was the warning sign and, and I should be more careful. The warning signs include things like vaginal bleeding, abdominal pain, regular painful contractions, amniotic fluid leakage, dizziness, headache, chest pain, muscle weakness affecting your balance, or calf pain or swelling. So as long as you're not um, experiencing any of those types of symptoms and you can go on to ACOGS for that full list, um, then they say you're really safe to continue as long as you're monitoring yourself and you can take the talk test. Um, One thing, too, you may have reached some concern about or may have heard, okay, well, you've got to make sure that you don't overheat during pregnancy and exercise, and that is important, of course, by staying well hydrated, just wearing really loose-fitting, comfortable clothing, which I think most of us would do intuitively anyways without advice, but um, that is important, and avoid like high heat and humidity to protect against heat stress. So something like um, hot yoga or something, this may not be the best time to do that particularly, Um, especially in the first trimester. You don't want to overheat. But they do go on to say, and this should make you feel really safe about any fear you may have of overheating, is that although exposure exposure to heat from sources such as hot tubs, saunas, or fever has been associated with an increased risk of neural tube defects, um, exercise would not be expected to increase core body temperature into the range of concern. So hot tubs, yeah, we know we can't do that when we're pregnant, but working out, getting a little hot, that's okay as long as you're monitoring yourself in the process. Uh, So those are just some guidelines to follow. And hopefully overall, that makes you feel good with continuing the exercise routine you're not um, that you're currently used to already. But some of the types of exercises that have been extensively studied, and if you're thinking of picking up a new workout routine, just to um, improve health and promote health for you and your baby, 
Here are some that have been, again, extensively studied. Walking, that's something great to pick up at any time. Stationary cycling, aerobic exercises, dancing, which is so fun. Uh, Resistant exercises, using weights, elastic bands, stretching exercises, and then water aerobics as well. So those are a great way to jump into a fitness routine if you haven't been so consistent lately. Well, awesome. I really think those are some great practical steps and guidelines that can help everybody feel confident and comfortable in either maintaining or starting a workout that is right for them. Obviously, there are um, people who are going to want to take a look at this. So like I said at the beginning, go ahead and look in the summary. Um, We will provide the links so that you can do your own research and make sure that you have what you need to feel comfortable about exercising while pregnant. And the last thing I wanted to uh, go through were, you know, no matter what type of workout routine you do decide to do, what are some reasons that you might need to quit exercising? And um, the primary reasons would be um, the list that I had just taken you through, the vaginal bleeding, the dizziness, the headache. Um, Of course, if your physician or your midwife says, you know, you need to go on bed rest, that's obvious. You're you're not going to get to keep doing your workouts. Um, But there are really not... There's really not an extensive amount of reasons to quit your workout routine. So if you're needing that extra motivation to not say, you know, well, I'm pregnant, so I'm not going to work out, um, you know, feel okay if you if you need to take it easy, if you need to take a nap, if you need to take a day off and things like that. But um, there's no reason that you have to quit. If you want to work out, if that's your goal, um, for the most part, you are safe to do that. And one thing that I think is also interesting is even your postpartum time period, so after you have your baby, that's not even necessarily a time that you have to completely stop working out. Um, You really do, of course, have to slow down at the beginning, but even then, making at least a little bit of exercise as part, um, part of your recovery plan and part of your Um, time just after the baby is born can really go a long way to help you get back to feeling good and healthy faster. And um, one of the things that ACOG states about this is that exercise routines, of course, need to be resumed gradually after pregnancy as soon as it's deemed medically safe to do so. And depending on the mode of delivery, vaginal or cesarean, and the presence or absence of medical or surgical complications, um, you actually can begin resuming certain physical activities within days of delivery. And a couple example of those are not, you know, going for a jog or anything extreme, but doing pelvic floor exercises. Um, these can be initiated in the immediate postpartum period, is what ACOG says. And also doing abdominal strengthening exercises, including some abdominal crunch exercises and drawing in exercises, which I remember doing those after my, the birth of my first daughter, um, where you just kind of um, increase the abdominal pressure by pulling in the wall muscles, doing a few simple things like that a couple of minutes at a time here and there throughout those early days. 
exercises like that have been shown to decrease um, the incidence of some really uncomfortable and painful situations that can take place in your stomach if you don't do those exercises. So when it comes to exercising during your prenatal journey and your postpartum time period, the word is you're most of the time safe to do it monitor yourself, kind of check in and make sure that you feel good about what you're doing. Follow a few simple guidelines and you will have a much more energized pregnancy. That's what I'm definitely finding here in my third pregnancy. Well, awesome. Um, This episode, you know, really covers, like they said at the beginning, the benefits of exercise, the types of exercises, practical steps and guidelines um, for before or during pregnancy and postpartum. So I think this is a great outline, um, and obviously um, this is just the start. Hopefully, like we said at the beginning, our goal is to inspire some conversations, to empower you to have the pregnancy that you want. And if we can do that through this conversation, then we've done our goal. So thank you so much for joining us for It Starts at Birth. My name is Mark. And my name is Faith, and we're so happy that you've taken the time to join us today. Hopefully after listening to today's episode, you feel safe to go out and do whatever type of exercise it is that makes you feel happy and healthy. We'll be back tomorrow with a fresh episode. We can't wait to see you.